In brightest day, in blackest night, all other podcasts tremble in fright. Losers cower before the power. Oranges lust and blues you can trust. Indigos feel and white ones heal. Yellow scare and green ones dare. That sapphire love and black hands glove will rock your foundation without hesitation. Chad and Mars face evil's might. Respect their power for they'll make you see the light. Hi everybody, I'm Chad Volkelman. I'm Mark Marble. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 265. That's right, we are covering Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number six and number seven. And uh, that's basically it. We don't have any feedback or anything else, so we are just going to talk these two issues and then head on out. So, uh, Mark, you're taking issue six, right? I will take issue six. So, issue six begins. Let's see, I... Where's the creative team at the end of this page? All right, no, it's a couple of pages in. Uh, so this is. Let's do this first. I'll, I'll interrupt myself. So this is Sinestro's Law, Part Six, World of War. Robert Venditti, writer. Rafa Sandoval, penciler. Jordi Tarragona, inker. Tomali Moray is colorist. Dave Sharp, letterer. Sandoval, Tarragona, and Moray on the cover. Kevin Nol- Nolan. Uh, Nallen, excuse me, continues doing the variant covers. Andrew Marino, assistant editor. Mike Cotton, editor. And Eddie Berganza, as always, is the group editor. So, this issue begins in Space Sector 3384. We're dealing with Mogo and the fleet of ships that the Green Lantern Corps encountered last week. Last week, last episode. Uh, and last issue. So, John John and Stewart and Kilowog are talking, planning, you know, plotting their strategy because of the maps and the intel between the rings and sinking with the ships of this fleet, they pretty much are able to uh, plot courses and everything from half the universe, you know, from War World. So they pretty much are, even though, you know, the rings are still not functioning 100% and have all their long-range communications back because of being, you know, the ships and being able to sink and everything, they pretty much at least have intel back. So they're at least confident enough that they're, you know, they're, they're functional. They're, they're fully functional. So... Uh, John and Kilowog pretty much, uh, they, they talk strategy, they talk about Guy, you know, uh, about, re- you know, rescuing Guy if, you know, if Sinestro has him, and every, and, you know, John pretty much just talks about, you know, more or less the typical building, playing up the fact that how, how, how outgunned they are, you know, they got a second rate fleet of ships, they got less than 400 lanterns, you know, but they're taking on a battle sta- battle station, you know, the size of a planet. And you know, but yet you know, John's all John's all gung ho, and he's he's raring to go. In Space Sector Zero at War World, uh, some Sinestro Corps members pretty much fly out on to go out on patrol, and they see you know a, a flash of green in the sky, flat coming towards them. And it's like Lord Sinestro, we're ambushed, and of course it's Hal Jordan, more or less created <laughs> like a like a a fleet of fighter jets behind him with with his ring, all constructs, and. While that while that's going on, you know, we switch to Sinestro, who's got pretty cool little sleep pants, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you 
those almost it looks like the old like, that second ion mask that was horrible on, on during the you know the Ron Mars miniseries era that uh like Kyle's mask that kind of what Sinestro's pants look like it's like uh so Sinestro obviously had been seemingly with knocking boots with Lysa over there and he he gets you know he gets that call from the Sinestro Corps members about the ambush and you know Sinestro is able to look out through his window on War World, and he sees all these flashes of yellow, and of course the one flash of green, so he knows who it is. And, you know, Lysa tries to, you know, she tries to uh, talk to Sinestro, kind of like boost him up, going, oh, do not be concerned, my, you're, the, you're the master of fear, and I have studied the prophecies of the Book of Parallax, it's, it's foretold, and Sinestro pretty much just cuts her off and goes, you know, basically there are some things that, some things that are, you know, you know, your prophecies can't tell. There are some things that are not written in stone. You know, this is just a battle, you know, it's a battle between me and him, me and Hal Jordan. You know, there you know, there is no book. It's a battle between, it's green versus yellow, fear versus will. And, you know, she wants to know what she can do to help. Sinestro tells her, you know, go to administer Lash and, and, and protect the fear engine. Uh... That, because we're going to require every single power, every single ray of its power in order to, uh... Basically, for before this battle is over with, that's what he's going to need to deal with Hal Jordan, which is kind of an interesting little admission by Sinestro onto himself that you know Hal Hal's a real threat. That's the one thing that's kind of common in these issues, and maybe it's kind of this whole arc in a way that you kind of have more outward expression by Sinestro that Hal is you know really a threat as opposed to just kind of being cocky and trying to walk through it like Hal's nothing or you can't stop me. He's acknowledging that Hal pretty much is a threat, um, at least to him. At least, as far, correction, he, he's a threat in the big picture, and, and maybe to Sinestro, he thinks at the end of the day, I, you know, he's really not an ultimate threat to me, I'll beat him, but he knows he can pretty much take the rest of the Sinestro Corps, really can't compete with Hal. Um, so Hal, you know, Hal makes a fighter construct that he's flying in himself, you know, he, you know, with the other, you know, with the other constructs behind him, they're all shooting, they're all shooting missiles, you know, Arkillo, who's drawn horribly on this page, uh, and of course he's got a, he's got his hand back, which of course they, technically he still shouldn't have because we've never seen him healed. Uh, so while Hal, so so, so like Tom, uh, which 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 guy is this? I always want to say Tomar. Which Tomar is it? Romat Ro, 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 Ru. Romat Ru. Yeah, I knew it was Romat Ru. I, yeah, I always forget the first part. So it's like, but the decree of Sinestro stop Hal Jordan as the Sinestro Corps members go out to deal with Hal. You know, Hal's just kind of like, he's just still, you know, Hal's just kind of like reveling in this, which is kind of, which is kind of cool. Now, deep inside Warworld at the Fear en- Engine, you kind of get, you kind of get an idea of what's going on inside those bubbles where the prisoners inside the Fear Engine are. You know, they're all pretty much screaming out and crying that you're killing us, please, please. And Administer Lash is just kind of enjoying all this. Um... Uh, Lissa, Lissa, whatever, shows up uh, to administer Lash and kind of tells him to focus because Sinestro is depending on you more or less to protect the fear engine. <laughs> we see Guy's face who looks absolutely horrible. Who, you know, his his right eye is closed. He's beaten to a pulp. And uh, at this point, uh, this is when Guy finds out that uh, you know Hal Jordan, you know Hal Jordan has arrived, <laughs> and Guy and Guy's all. Happy for a second. It's like Hal. Hal's come to rescue me, <laughs> and it's like uh, no one even knows you're here. She says it's like you know Hal. You know Hal Jordan pretty much is acting on his own. You know, no, no doubt for nonsensical reasons. 
uh, administer Ash pretty much says, you know, guy Gardner of Earth, accept this gift of, ba- of baptism and this and this helmet with the you know the parallax symbol just kind of lashes onto him, no pun intended, and uh, starts starts torturing him and dra- you know draining draining him to kind of like try to power the fear engine some more. Yeah, Hal's pretty much really doing a good job taking out the Sinestro Corps, Sinestro Corps members here. Uh, Ar- you know, Arkello he was trying to you know, rally the Sinestro Corps members. Now, their rings at this point are charging up to uh, 200%, you know, the, because because of the fear engine. Uh, Hal's, still do- Hal's still doing a really good job t- taking them on, no big issues. Uh, Sinestro is meditating at this point, and Sinestro is kind of like giving himself giving himself a pep talk. You know, you know, Thal Sinestro of Corrigor, first harnesser of the Yellow Light of Fear. You know, his power level goes up to 200%. While you know, cre- I'm the creator of the Sinestro Corps, so he's meditating and pumping himself up figuratively and literally, while Hal's beating the crap out of the Sinestro Corps. Sinestro's like, I'm the devourer of the Light Force of Parallax. You know. His, his ring goes up, you know, power level up to 500%. Uh, then, then they're very interesting. We'll see how the ramifications of this, I'm sure, down the road. Sinestro, basically, he removes all the safeguards from his ring. And he, op- you know, basically completely opens himself to the fl- to the power of the fear engine. You know, his... Pa- so, at this point, you know, while Hal Jordan's taking them on, Sinestro's ring goes up, you know, to... To 700%, his power level goes up to 100. Excuse me, 1,000%. Hal Jordan pretty much has kicked pretty much the, almost the entire Sinestro Corps' ass, so they haven't really given up yet. You know, Sine- give our killer credit. He's still in there fighting, and he's still trying to rally the troops. And he's like, you know, we're you know we're gonna we'll scoff over your mutilated corpse, and then we hear no, and par- and Sinestro back in his pa- more or less his parallax armor shows up, and he goes, leave us, all of you. I will deal with Hal Jordan. Next, Hell vs. Sinestro, Last Light. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and do my synopsis of this one, since they're basically one right into the other. Yeah, and then we'll talk about them both. Yeah. So, um, the this issue, same creative team, opens up where uh, we left off, essentially. Uh, albeit the first one, the first page is just kind of a recap of Hal's origin. Again. Yep. Hal goes up against uh, Sinestro while Arkillo is saying, well, allow me to mutilate the one who uh, insults you. Let me end Hal Jordan. Um, and to which uh, Sinestro responds by basically grabbing Arkillo by the throat and saying, hey, asshole, I gave you a command. Back off. Um, uh, before being tossed aside. Uh, poor Arkillo, as I'm sure Mark will say later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so uh, Sinestro and Hal are preparing to face off. Meanwhile, the Green Lantern Corps, uh, led by John Stewart and accompanied by a band of a bunch of various ships from across the universe, is heading towards War World for their fight against Sinestro and the Sinestro Corps. Hal and Sinestro are facing off. Lots of good blows. Lots of good banter. Um, back and forth. A lot of it just exposition in terms of their history. Um, just in terms of you know him training Hal and Hal's desire to replace Abin and Hal's uh, quote unquote betrayal of Sinestro to the Guardians and all this other stuff. Meanwhile, down in War World, we see the Fear Engine still sucking stuff out of Guy. He's quoting the oath of the Green Lantern Corps, and suddenly 
everybody else down there starts chanting the oath of the Green Lantern Corps, um, which kind of keeps a mantra in their heads to help break the fear engine uh, pulling power from them. Uh, Sora shows up, releases Guy and several others, uh, knocks out Lysa, and uh, meanwhile, back up on the surface, Hal and Sinestro are still going at it. Guy is free, as well as uh, several of the other captives. Um, Guy is releasing everybody else and notices, you can see in the background that there are some other Sinestro Corps members with Sora. It's not just her who's betraying Sinestro. Uh, suddenly, Sinestro notices the fear reserves are decreasing. What's going on? Well, um, you, we see down in, by the fear engine, uh, uh, Sora and the yellow lanterns that are with her, as well as Guy, are leaving. Guy wants to stay and help Hal, but Sora's basically saying, well, he made his choice, and we need to get everyone clear. Um he, Sinestro sees everybody fly off world. He notices his daughter. It's his daughter. Um, he says, uh, and, and this is where I'll start kind of reading verbatim. Hal says, your dreams of universal grandeur just left the launch pad. Uh, and Sinestro said, is, is it still you against me? I wield the might of Parallax, the fear entity itself. What do you have? And Hal says, the guts to go the distance. Rescue was Sora's mission. I'm here for resolution. Sector Zero will shine green one last time. Run and you can survive, but your days of stalking, staking claim to the center of the universe are done. Your choice. Sinestro says, there is no choice. There is only what I must do. And Hal says, that makes two of us. Might want to close your eyes. And he starts going full entity will being that he was before. Starts crackling with green energy and Sinestro is confused and whispers to himself, Jordan? And Hal says... When my dad died, all I could do was watch helpless. Ever since Alvin chose me, I've done my best to look out for others. My family, innocence, the core. But I was always scared someone would get hurt if I pushed the envelope too far. You know who helped me overcome my last great fear? You did, Sinestro. You gave me the will. And Sinestro's trying to fight him, begging him to stop this. And Hal says, you made an entire planet I don't have to care about. Sora took away the innocence. There aren't any Green Lanterns anymore. I can let go. And he does so, all of his power, as Lysa appears by his side, seeing him basically be eviscerated. And Hal says, I knew this was my final fight, my final flight. No safe landing, no punching out. Blaze of glory time, wrecking everything you did. Here's to a better universe. And uh, crackoom! Uh, massive green explosion with a nice little uh, Green Lantern symbol there in the middle as War World explodes. Um, meanwhile, in the distance, the Green Lantern Corps sees the explosion, puts up their shields. The French, uh, front ships of the Armada take uh, minimal damage, but otherwise the, uh, the Corps is okay. Uh, they don't know what the heck just happened, but uh, they suddenly see yellow light. We got a lot of yellow incoming, says Kilowog. Everybody's, you know, got their, their rings up, ready to fight. And then, well, it's too late. Fight's over. As Guy Gardner, along with Sora, a few yellow lanterns, and a yellow lantern King Kong, show <laughs> up uh, and says, Don't get your panties in a wad, Johnny. We're the good guys. And next starts the new epic called Bottled Light. So, 
the question is on everybody's mind, I'm sure. Is Hal Jordan dead? I really don't think that's a question on many people's minds. <laughs> I don't think so either. But you keep, 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 keep in mind, you and I are not novices to this, whereas maybe there's somebody listening who might be. So... It would have been cool, though, they didn't do it. It would have been cool, like, if the issue just came out yesterday, if, like, they put a line through the Hal Jordan on the cover. That's true. Now, that, that actually would have been pretty clever. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't think of it. Just to, Even though we know, you know, we know he'll, he's going to be back really soon, but the reality is if you just because it's, you know, the solicits alone tell us this, but it just would have been, it would have been a cool little, a cool little visual of the, if, if they had done that. But uh, So question number two then becomes, is Sinestro dead? Yeah, he's he's in cord. Yeah, see, anytime we see somebody go skeletal and then when there's a lot of energy and they phase out, usually that means quard. But I think that's probably where he's at because I, I agree with you. Uh, that's 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 exactly what I thought. He could be elsewhere. He has the entity in him, well, so he drained the entity. <laughs> well. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so maybe he's transformed somehow. Who the hell knows? But uh, I'm just 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 kind of spitballing ideas here. I don't think either one of them are dead. I think Sinister's off the table for a little while, which is kind of um, good. Which is which we can, that's the that's the good thing about. I mean, it's been a nice run with Sinestro since you know since Cullen's series into this, and and Robert's actually done a really good job writing for the most part writing. A Sinestro, but it is good to get him off the table for a while because then it kind of it just it lessens the impact of the character and his relevance if he's around all the time. So right, we need a we, having a break from Sinestro is good, you know, even if it's only like you know eight to ten issues of a, of a break, it's it's it still would be good. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Uh, now, uh, a couple of things. And now, this isn't necessarily directly related to this uh, this story because, other than seeing the character, the character doesn't say anything. Who is this yellow lantern with the eye patch? Because he's showing up on the solicit uh, on the cover image for uh, number eight, bottled light, and he's right there beside Sora. So he's been on the cover of number six. He's been beside Sora in number seven, and he's showing up on the cover of number eight. Is this a guy we have seen and or know something about before, or is this a guy they're just going to set up and we will know somebody, something about him soon? We may have seen him before. I don't think we're supposed to. Know, I don't think we're supposed to know who he is. I mean, maybe he could be named already. He could be like you know when when they did the uh, like the secret files from like the Sinestro Corps War. He maybe who knows? Maybe he could. Maybe he's one of those guys that was listed, but. Probably even most of these most of these Sinestro Corps members we don't know, so okay. we're gonna, I think we're gonna except for King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're gonna so I think we're gonna find out we're gonna find out who these guys are. Uh, so I'm not that we're gonna find this out anytime soon, but and it, I want to know what the deal is with Arkillo to begin with because he was supposed to be protecting Earth. Remember alongside St. Walker. Alongside St. Walker. That's what that's one of the bad things about I'd say one of the bad things about the approach that they've taken with the storyline. Cullen left it in a great place. So I right. think if, I think if Cullen had been writing Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corps, we would have gotten a different take. Now moving beyond whatever his let's 
let's just say for the sake of argument, his planning of why Sinestro was doing what he was doing was the same. It may very well not have been, but let's just say it was. He still would have given us more with St. Walker and Arkillo, and I bet you we would have had a little bit more of the conflicted aspect of Arkillo. So I think that's the, I think that's a big fail, especially since Robert has said multiple times how much of a St. Walker fan that he is, the fact that we've gotten nothing out of that. Maybe we will soon because we know a, at least – a search for Blue Lanterns is kind of, is kind of coming up, so maybe we'll get some a Saint Walker appearance somehow in this. But to me, depending what happens, because now with Sinestro gone and the Sinestro core kind of like fractured, who's ever survived? You know, you had your, who's ever survived on the pro Sinestro side, wherever they are. Maybe Arkilla will go back to doing what he wanted to do to begin with with Saint Walker. So maybe there is hope we'll get that. No pun intended. That we're going to get that partnership revisited but that was a great there was a lot of potential there just like even for them showing up in the green lanterns book was tons of potential and the fact that they haven't yet that's kind of disappointing yeah and and i i i get that uh i'm kind of i'm kind of in your your camp now i wasn't as much before but Arkillo's been around so long now and had so much time in the spotlight or side spotlight that Treating him like this now is just, uh, it's just, it's a waste. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a huge waste because you've got Sinestro and now you finally have other members of this core that you can build up and use. You've got Sora who's keeping her yellow ring. You've got Lysa who, I don't know if she was killed or at least injured in this. I'm sure uh, she's this with is, Sinestro. Yeah, okay, so there's that. You've got Sinestro. You've got Arkillo. The, the whole point, though, uh, you've got Romat Rue. You've got Lanterns now who have been built up, and they're Lanterns we recognize. You didn't really have that before. That's the problem with a lot of these other cores is outside of, like, one or two characters, you didn't know who any of the others were. So when you have a character like Arkillo, who we know, we recognize, we know his name, and we even know something about his personality outside of his devotion or whatever to the Sinestro Corps and Sinestro himself, you're 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 utterly mis mischaracterizing, mischaracterizing mis, misusing this character just by giving him this blind loyalties to Sinestro at this point in where this character is. He can be loyal to Sinestro. He can be loyal to Sinestro to a fault. But this is like, what, the sixth or seventh time that, uh, if not more, that Sinestro has tossed him aside? To be to be fair, though, and to be fair, in this instance, it wasn't so much that he was, like, crapping on, on, crapping on him. Even though, I mean... I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I have like two different trains of thought in my head, so that's why I'm kind of trying to figure out which way to tackle this. He crapped on him to a certain extent, not because, in a way, he kind of openly humiliated him again by grabbing, you know, by grabbing him and choking him the way he did. Uh, and if there's some, if there's one person who, yes, in the core, other than Sora up until this point, who probably deserved a little bit of respect. Who deserves more respect than he gets from Sinestro is Arkillo because Arkillo, if you multiple times, yes, Arkillo has kept his quote unquote dream alive when Sinestro has been gone multiple times. It's just, but I think, but he wasn't, he wasn't doing it to like slap him in the face or to set him up to fail like he's done other times. 
I, he was, but it was still a slap in the face because of the fact that he he didn't just say he could have just said I gave you an order to follow it. He had to throw in that little salt in the wood, saying basically none of you guys can hold Hal Jordan's jock except for me. I'm the only one who can take him on. None of you guys are in his class, so just get out of here. So that I think, I mean, you would have to think our kill you you're gonna get. You're going to go to the well one time too many where our killer is just not going to come back into the fold, you would think. And maybe they're setting something up like that. Um, but I, I, I do think our, I do think since we've seen other sides of our Archillo, I do think he deserves a little better at this point. And I think they built him up and hinted at that multiple times, and there's never been a big payoff with it. And I think they should. You know, and that payoff really – him and St. Walker is a great way to have that payoff because they have a unique – Friendship, which is genuine, and and it doesn't make any sense on some basic levels, especially before you know before Saint Walker was able to realize that he was able to fear that there was a positive, if you will, aspect to fear, and that fear can also feed the Blue Lanterns the way Green could. That before that, he still had beyond just normal warmth and and I'll say compassion, even though you we know you know what I mean, even even though it's not really there. Emotion, but you know what I mean. He, besides the normal warmth and openness of a of a, of a blue lantern, he genuinely saw stuff in Sinest in Arkillo, maybe that Arkillo wasn't even ready to see himself. So that's right. a relationship that would be perfect to pursue, and it's just it does kind of suck when it was set up so perfectly at the end of the, the Sinestro series that, at least up till now, it's gone to waste. Yeah, but. Um, <sighs> I mean, what do you I, think of? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no you, you asked what you were going to ask. Uh, what were you? What did you think of? Uh, well, let me, let me preface this by saying, I am extremely glad they did what they did with Guy. I was really, really, really worried that they were going to allow Guy to be broken by this torture, uh, and I don't mean like permanently, like, but I just mean like used by the Sinestro Corps against the Green Lantern Corps and or Hal. And I am extremely glad that didn't happen. So, what do you think of the uh, the way that didn't happen in terms of like quoting the the oath and that kind of re- resolving everybody who was under the fear engine's control? I actually kind of like that. I kind of and I and I liked. I thought of you when I was reading it because of the fact that you were you know you you were legitimately legitimately concerned. And actually, once they, I'll be honest with you. Even though I, when we talked last time, I said I, I, I didn't think you really had to worry about that. When I saw them strapping that helmet on him, I was, I, I was thinking, oh geez, they might actually do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad they, they didn't. I kind of like the fact that not getting too far ahead of ourselves, the idea of maybe being brainwashed isn't something that just is completely forgotten about. Like in this issue, that is just not dismissed at all. Oh, it's guy. We know it's, it's. We know what. We know it's okay. It is a plot point or a concept that gets picked up on going forward. At least in the next issue, or at least not for long. But it, you know, but it's it's dealt with. Uh, so I did like. I did like that. I. I guess the. I mean, there's there's a bunch of things in issue seven which I find interesting. Um, there's a. I like the fact that. I like the fact that, which we haven't seen in a while. That I like the fact that, despite the fact that he's out, that Sinestro is out there to stop Hal, and he's pumped himself up with all this power, which is also an acknowledgement that Hal's a real. This is with Sinestro not even realizing what's going on inside of Hal, with this, with you know, with the 
becoming will, you know, hosting in quote or growing a new will into the inside him, whatever the hell is going on with Hal. The, the without even really knowing that, he knows Hal Jordan's a serious threat to him enough where in order to feel really confident that he's going to be able to deal with this threat, that he's got to pump himself up as far as he does, and to take the all the restrictions and everything off the ring, which we know there'll be consequences to. We know at some point we're going to find that there's going to... Because we also don't know what all the, you know, the... You know, what, what all the strictures and all the things that were in the Sinestro Corps ring, or his ring in particular. We don't know all the little rules that were in there. So, the fact that... Not, like we know, not like we know the Green Lantern Not as well. Yeah, certainly not as well. It reminds me of back when, like when Mongol forgot, for, first got that ring, and, and, the, and the ring spoke to him and told him like it would take like like something like about 34 hours or like or 96 hours to tell him everything that the that the ring could do. It's kind of like we don't yeah. know what all the little fine print is, especially in Sinestro's ring, you know, and the fail safes that might be in there, so no one could use it. That so you know that's you know that's going to come back somehow. You would think that's going to come back somehow. But I find it – I really enjoyed the fact that despite him amping himself up to deal with Hal, he still had the Darth Vader moment and the Emperor moment of trying to seduce Hal or say yeah, – you know, join me. Yes, this is your – it's like I'm giving you one last chance despite everything that's happened between the two of us. Basically, join me. I'm going to show you how to you – know, I'm going to show you, you know, how to use fear. You know, join me. You know, so I, I I I like that aspect. I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool because again, it plays off the history and it shows that despite how dismissive he is on the surface to how that this that's a good thing. One of the good things about this arc, like I kind of talked about or hinted at before today when we started talking, was the idea that despite all his bravado and everything else, this arc there's been a lot of acknowledgement about who Hal is and that Hal is a real threat. And that, that pretty much, this, as much as Sinestro doesn't want to admit it, you know, Hal is who he is, and that's a problem. And he, and, and it would be much better if Hal was not a problem because we were, he was on Sinestro's side. So I like that. I also thought, I thought it was really interesting the way Sinestro was reacting to him amping up. You know, with the Jordan, and Jordan sees this because that at least gives the impression that maybe even if Sinestro didn't know what was going on with Hal before, when Hal was becoming Will, he kind of had an idea of what was going on, or where it was, or what the consequences of maybe that was were going to lead, and that's something else that probably will be picked up on that you know this is not what Hal's doing is going to have consequences, you know, in a negative way, not just because it kind of shits on Sinestro's plan short-term, but like long-term ramifications, or you don't know what you're doing by doing this. And you kind of, to me, that's the way I took it with, with Sinestro and the way he was reacting to Hal, that uh, that he just, the, the, you don't know what you're like, you you doing with this. You think you're doing good, and you think this is the right way to go, but there's things that you don't know about what you're doing. So You know, you know one, one interesting aspect of it is... Um, this whole time, even Colin, Colin series, uh, even even kind of what uh, Venditti's done so far with Sinestro, Sinestro has been calculated. He's been working a plan, you know. And the thing about that plan is he's 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 methodical. Uh, he's he's figuring this thing out as he goes. Um, but and, and you know it's it's it bothers me. 
and it comforts me in the same time at, at the same time because when it comes to how all that goes out the window like he amps himself up with as much power as he can get he goes out he faces him he's cocky Sinestro's cocky. I mean, I know he's, you know, it seems like he's, you know, he's planning for Hal because he's amping up all this power, but he's cocky. He's definitely facing down Hal with I'm I'm going to win. He's he at this point, he and Hal have not met since the Green Lantern Corps disappeared, right? No, they did. I think they did. No, hold on. No, no, you're right. That was that was earlier in the series. You're right. They have I don't I don't think I don't think they have met since yeah, because they, they hadn't met since he got the gauntlet, so they couldn't have. Right. So, if that's the case, if, 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 um, if Sinestro is under the impression that the Green Lantern Corps is gone, then why doesn't he, when Hal is back in the picture, now, keep in mind, Hal is back in the picture before Guy shows up on Warworld. Right. Not maybe not at yes, War yes, World. because yeah, because when 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 they bring the Green Lantern, when when the, they're so happy to bring a Green Lantern to Sinestro, he's kind of expecting the Green Lantern to first show up to be Hal because he, that's because he gave the orders to bring Hal back. So yeah, exactly. That's the first okay. time he finds he he finds out that the core has to be back. If Guy Gardner could make it back, then the core has right. to be back. Right. So if if that's the case, Sinestro's very first question he could he should be asking himself is how is Hal still here. Now, not in terms of like, of all people, Hal, because he knows who Hal is and he knows what Hal has done before. If anybody defies the odds, it's Jordan. <laughs> but that doesn't take away the logical, methodical, you know, trying to understand all angles side of Sinestro. Sinestro would like to know the how of how Hal is still here. But he did. So, say, but he did say he did say something on one of these issues about how Hal had taken up the mantle again of of, of Green Lantern. So I, that to me that implies that, which would make sense because of all the intelligence they have gathering, the intelligence gathering uh, mechanisms in the universe now, that he he knew of Hal having the gauntlet. That's what I. That's how I would take it. That he knew Hal was still there using the gauntlet. So when he said that, oh, he's taken up the mantle again of Green Lantern, that that he knew he had survived the, the Green Lantern Corps purge. I think. I think. What I'm what I'm what I'm saying is, this fight seemed like a fight, an actual you know uh, throwing blows at each other type of fight, as opposed to like a big epic space battle between two powerful people. And the reason being is because when it comes to how Sinestro loses his composure <laughs> and all his grandeur and prep and methodicalness kind of takes on a more desperate feel. And now that the reason I say that it, it comforts me and it disheartens me is because, well, it, it disheartens me because I'm like, well, Come on, Sinestro! You've got all this stuff going. You you, you can't think for a second. <laughs> like, but at the same time, it comforts me because I remember Ethan Van Skyver saying, and I think I think the uh, I think it was the Necessary Evil documentary, the Supervillains of DC Comics documentary that came out right around the time of Forever Evil. I think um, I, th I think it was there, but it was it was one of the documentaries. Ethan Van Skyver says 
when it comes to how Sinestro is hands-on, when it's anybody else, Sinestro kind of just stands there and lets the ring do the work. Because he's above it. And in, in, in my mind, that makes sense. That's Sinestro. That's, that's in line with his character. But when it comes to how... He's hands-on. At least he was talking about that in terms of, like, uh, it was in Rebirth. Because the way Sinestro was just floating there, arms folded, and letting the ring take on, like, Kyle and Green Arrow and stuff like that. But then Hal shows up, and then he's actually flying at him with fists and stuff like that. That's, so, I, just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Just other, other than the fact that this fight, in terms of Sinestro's side of things, took on an air of... Uh, desperation to me, despite how prepped Sinestro was going into this, there was still an air of desperation because it was how. Right, and as and as he's acknowledged before, that one one of the things one of the things that always frustrates him about Hal is that Hal oh, that Hal not only always seems to do the thing that makes the least amount of sense and the thing that you can't really plan for, but yet it always works out. <laughs> And that's one of the things that's dr- that has been that has driven him crazy repeatedly is the fact that you you can't really pl- again kind of going hand in hand with where, uh, some some of what you were saying that you can't really plan for Hal Jordan the way you can plan for other things because Hal's always going to do the thing that you kind of least expect or the least logical but because it's Hal somehow it always becomes a viable strategy or a plan. So yeah, I to me to me I thought a little bit when I first read issue seven that. The fight seemed a little short. Uh, I know there were there were some really good panels in in the fight. It just seemed like at the end of the day, the fight was a little shorter maybe than it could have been. But I guess if you had to wrap, if you only were going to have one issue for the fight, then I guess it kind of, I guess it kind of played out the the way it was going to. And speaking of the plan, the planning and the you never know what Hal's going to do. I I kind of glossed over it. There's a moment where Sinestro is talking about that. He's talking about how, 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 how doesn't have a plan or is always so cocksure. And, and there's a moment where Hal goes, "That's why this isn't my plan." And, and that's that's that that comes back later when Sinestro notices some yellow lanterns leaving after the fear engine power stops starts dropping. And he goes, "Daughter," and then Hal goes, "That's right." <laughs> so. That was that was a kind of a cool moment that uh, so that we know how that kind of conversation with Hal and Sora ended at the end of was it four or five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you so what did you think of the arc overall? Now that the the arc is complete after seven issues or more, or basically seven if you want to include maybe the uh, original, you know, one shots too, setting it up. I mean, it was interesting. Uh, it was a little slow um, in terms of in terms of from from plot uh, plot uh, tease to plot resolution, and because this, this let's face it, this is going to be a, this is going to be a trade paperback. This story, all this from from the Rebirth special to this issue, that's going to be one trade probably. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, makes sense. So this is one story. So from story point one to the resolution of said story in the end of this issue, I I feel like I feel like we could we should have got a little more. 
And I think that's just a, a factor of DC switching over to twice monthly publishing. I feel like they're stretching things out a little bit where they don't need to. They they need to realize that the twice monthly need, means give us more story in that time rather than oh we've got two issues to tell our <laughs> we we got two month, issues to yeah, tell the two story. issues to tell a month's story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's not the case. Uh, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, you know, in terms of you know, this is a company that puts out an entertainment product and, you know, that they, they have the rights to their characters and can do whatever they want with them. They don't necessarily, by, by some stretch of the imagination or, or, or your definition of, of various roles and what these companies should do, maybe you could say they don't owe us anything. But to me, it's an entertainment medium. You owe your the people who consume your entertainment to give what they give them what they want. And I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm just saying we need, we need more story here. I'm not saying it was a bad story. I'm just saying, I feel like we were lacking something that we were kind of, we weren't going pedal to the metal. I'm not saying this was bad. A lot of people on Twitter were really freaking out about this, by the way, because I, you know, I, I keep an eye on the hashtag green lantern uh, on on Twitter, and when these these two issues came out, especially this last one, people were freaking the f out. They they really enjoyed it, and I'm there with them. When I read this, this is my one of my most exciting issues of the series so far, and that's including some of the stuff before Rebirth. So, good on you, Robert Venditti. But at the same time, I, we can't we 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 can't just stretch this stuff out just because you have two issues a month now. Give me more story. Take advantage of the format. Give me more. And I, I also think that in a way, even though you know, even though it was, it was like seven issues. Uh, I still feel that with all with all the build up, with all the build up towards through Cullen's book and everything else, it just seemed like get. Once we once we found out supposedly what you know what Sinestro's plan was and everything else, it just seems it just seems like in a way it was on it was an awfully quick resolution to everything. Uh, mm-hmm. That by the time we found out what the master plan supposedly was and everything else, then it just seemed to be all resolved. And we probably know deep down it probably isn't resolved because knowing like you mentioned before, knowing Sinestro and what kind of planner he is, you know maybe. You know, who knows? Maybe the fear engine thing was not really the ultimate goal of what he was trying to do, but you know, maybe it was just—it was a possible out- outcome, but not the only possible outcome. And maybe it was part of a bigger picture plan. But either way, it just seemed to me that, besides disagreeing with that strategy of every, as we've discussed before, how it did never seem like it was a winning strategy for Sinestro, and Sinestro would know that. It would. It, I don't know. There's there. Those are the things that still kind of bother me. The the basic idea that this was flipping on the universe as quickly as you did was kind of doesn't make any sense because you know you just flushed down the toilet any chance you were ever going to have of the universe trusting you, or at least half the universe still trusting you. Why you why you were kind of like freaking out and kind of like in pseudo enslaving members of you know across the universe that at least if you built up the trust longer you'd have people willing to look the other way or not willing to believe rumors they would hear as opposed to 
two minutes after people just sign, come on board, it's like, yeah, now you're all going to pay. It just seemed it, it, it seemed like it was a little too – I never bought into it. I still don't think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, but – it is what it is. It wasn't. It was not a bad arc. I think. I think he. I think. I think that uh, Robert got Sinestro. I think that's. I think that's a plus. I kind of like Sora in the story across the board. I like Sora being more and more independent across the board. Uh, I also like, you know, which we kind of talked about before that this, this was probably coming. The idea that now we're going to see, you know, at least this part of the Sinestro core teaming up with what's left of the Green Lantern Corps and basically have to function together to try to uh, to uh, police the universe, which is kind of interesting because now, if you will, no pun intended, that potentially you have the Sinestro Corps, which now is going to be looked at, even the good ones are going to be looked at like how the Green Lanterns were looked at not that long ago, is that, you know, people don't trust them anymore, they don't have faith in them, and the Green Lanterns, once again, it could very well be looked at, at least by a big portion of the universe, as as the police force, we're glad you're back, you know, we never, we should have never doubted you, that kind of thing, how the, how the coin has flipped so quickly, potentially, and that, and that dynamic, so it's, it, I'm interested in seeing where it's going, I, I kind of liked, for the, I kind of like parts, and we won't go into specifics. I kind of like parts of the issue that just came out the other day, the next issue of Hal Jordan the Core. I think it it certainly sets things up nicely for what you know, as far as get an interest point of view in the next couple of issues. So it's good, uh, and it'll be it'll be cool when Sinestro comes back, whenever it is. I like how uh, Robert Venditti wrote uh, Guy Gardner in this, in yes. this uh, series so far too. I think he's got a good handle on that character. And for a moment, and I don't know if – I'm still kind of teetering on if it would even be a good idea or not. For a moment, he had me wondering what would it be like to have Guy back as a yellow lantern, like with a yellow ring. Maybe not in the yellow lantern costume and all that stuff, although nowadays it's kind of a rule. you got to have a costume to go with the <laughs> ring, whatever color you ring you, you're, you're using. But kind of like Guy was back when, during Guy Gardner Warrior. Well, before Guy yeah, Gardner Warrior, before before I became Warrior, yes, but when he when he had his solo book, when he first got his solo book, um, mm-hmm. without, without the bowl cut and being le- much less of a dick than <laughs> now, which is kind of funny when you really think about it. Guy Gardner over the, like over like the last ten or t- actually more than that actually because it, it started during the Kyle run, if you will, the rehabilitation of Guy Gardner's character. But if you go back and you think of it, at least like over let's say. Let's just say like the last six, 16 years, but especially since Rebirth. So you can still say like the last 12, you know, 12 or so. Guy Gardner has become such a much more well-rounded and better character than, than the jerk he was in the beginning. You know, so many people hated Guy in the beginning, which was part of what, his, which was part of what you were supposed to feel towards him, and part of his quote-unquote appeal of having him around was he was the one people hated and the in, in, in people and the one people made fun of. But Guy, that's you know, who he was in JLI. Yeah. But Guy now is such a, you know, he's such a much better character and an enjoyable character. I mean, he's been fleshed out so much, and he's just fun. He's just, so it's it's always good. Yeah, so it, yeah, he did get he did get Guy, and I think I think I think he I think Robert commented on how that it was fun that it was fun to write. Excuse me, fun to write Guy. So we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with uh, with. 
guy where they're maybe the, who knows there could be a chance there could be a shot or right. <laughs> we'll have the green yellow sla- split <laughs> guy Gardner. <laughs> all right anything else you want to say about this story either of these issues i don't i don't think i skipped anything i i hope i didn't skip anything of relevance anyway uh but all right uh that's gonna do it for this episode guys mark you want to tell them where they can find us of course, email lanterncast at gmail.com, lanterncast at gmail.com. Visit our website, lanterncast.com. Get our newest episodes, Dark Star reviews, blogs, movie reviews, eventually New Ring Cyclopedia episodes. Yes, I know. it's it's I've, Every episode, it's like we talk, I kind of hint that one's coming, and eventually one is. Uh, um, if we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so if you you can use hashtag GLCast to locate us on any of those. iTunes and Stitcher, we are on both, so please leave us positive reviews on whichever one you listen to us on. Last but not least, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, 708-LANTERN, 708-LANTERN, and let us know what you think. All right, guys, we will talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night.